Welcome to the Focal Point Business Coaching Minnesota podcast. Today we're going to interview Dr. Josh Wagner with Wagner Chiropractic and learn more about the chiropractic business. With a focus on the trends in their industry, the key factors for their success, what makes them unique, and their expectations or goals for the future. We'll close with some more specific ways you can engage with their businesses in this interview coaching conversation. Please welcome Dr. Josh to the podcast. Dr. Josh, give us an overview and some background on your business. Thank you for having me, John. I appreciate it. Uh, So I have wanted to be a chiropractor since I was in eighth grade, Uh, something I'm very passionate about, something I've strived for my entire life. And uh, um, when I first graduated from chiropractic school in 2006, I opened up my own office in southwest Minnesota. But one thing they don't teach you in, in school is the business aspect of it. So uh, even though I had a good reputation as a chiropractor, I did not know what I was doing behind the scenes. And that uh, uh, it was tough to, to get things going. And so I ended up going to work for somebody else who had been established. Uh, he actually is now in his 40th year of practice. So I uh, not only learned a lot more as, uh, as far as chiropractic goes, but I learned a lot of the behind the scenes business part of it, uh, how to run a successful practice, what to do, what not to do, how to do it, how not to do it, and that uh, gave me the confidence to start my own practice again, and uh, it's going much better this time around. So So you said eighth grade. How did you know in eighth grade what you wanted to do? You know, I, when I was a little kid, uh, and I don't know why I thought this way, but even as a little kid, I just felt like the natural approach to healthcare should be the first one. Now, I've had a, a surgery. I've been on medications when I was a kid, so I'm not anti-medical establishment. I just feel that if we take care of ourselves uh, with what we eat and exercise and, and doing the right things, our body knows how to heal itself. The power that made the body has the power to heal the body. And so uh, a lot of the uh, pills, potions, and lotions out there, I feel that uh, if we just take care of ourselves first, it'll heal us. So I, I, I thought that as a very, at a very young age, really quick story, one of my mom's friends told me one time when I was maybe four or five years old that every aspirin you take kills 10,000 brain cells and they don't grow back. Now, I should really do some research to see how true that is. <laughs> it probably isn't true at all or not even close to that, but that stuck with me. And so I remember sometime later I got a headache and I remember saying to my mom, yeah, I've got this headache, what should I do? And she said, and they, my parents weren't pill pushers, but she said, oh, uh, I don't know, here, just take this pill. And I just remember her friend's words, and I said, no, I'm fine. So I, I took a, a blank palm, and I, I pretended there's an aspirin in there, and I pretended to shove it in my mouth, and I said, oh, I'll feel better in five minutes. I just took an aspirin, almost trying to trick my brain into it, and I did feel better in five minutes. So before I knew what a placebo was, I kind of knew the placebo effect. And so that just kind of started my, my, my thought process. And then when I was in eighth grade, my dad said, you know, I know you're still young, son, but have you ever thought about what you want to do when you grow up? And of course, at that age, you know, I want a professional athlete or, you know, whatever. Uh, he said, what about, you know, a uh, chiropractor, you know, our hometown chiropractor, Dr. Wilson. Uh, he, you know, loves what he does. He helps a lot of people. He makes a decent living. Uh, and so I didn't know what it was. I did some research on it. And instead of me saying, okay, yeah, I'll believe in that. that that's what I want to do. It was almost like chiropractic believed in me and what I had always thought about healthcare. And I thought, wow, this is exactly what, what I think. I want to do some more research on it. And so that, it just, that just kind of blossomed from there. And I said, yep, this is what I want to do. But it wasn't until a year later that I got my very first chiropractic adjustment. And that just sealed the deal for me. I said, yep, this is exactly what I want to do with my life. And that was in eighth grade. I was 14. I'm going to be 41 here soon. So the majority of my life has been spent chasing after this, this passion. And I, I love it. 
Oh, that's great. That's great. Now, you mentioned that you went through a bit of a business education, it sounded like, yes. with your business and your practice. Tell us a little bit about the beginning of that and kind of when you realized, hey, I need to really learn the business side of this versus just the healing side. Yeah, and everybody says when when you first start out in practice, whether you're a doctor, a lawyer, uh, you know, any anything, you should really work underneath somebody for a little while to learn some of those things that they don't teach you in school. Uh, and what I thought was, well, by the time I spend two, three years working for somebody else and helping them build their practice, now I have to go somewhere else, start over brand new, because there's usually a no-compete clause that you sign when you work for somebody else. So you have to go somewhere completely different, start all over, and I thought, well, why do that? I'm just gonna start right away. Uh, but it's, 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 you don't know what you don't know, and you don't know the questions to ask. And I, at the time, didn't think about hiring a business coach. I just thought, well, I'll figure it out as I go. But it, was, it wasn't until when things were at the point where I said, okay, I'm not growing the way that I need to. I'm not able to pay the bills that I need to pay and plus pay myself. Uh, the, the realization, my, my wife, uh, my girlfriend at the time, but my wife now, we went grocery shopping and I didn't buy anything. And she said, well, and we weren't living with each other, uh, but we, uh, she, she was getting groceries and I didn't buy any. She said, well, don't you need some? And I said, no, I've, I've got enough to last me for a while. She said, no, your fridge is empty. I didn't want to tell her that I had $10 to my name and I couldn't afford to buy groceries. It was at that point I realized, okay, I'm a year and a half into this. Uh, it's not growing how it should at this point. I need to look for something else. And I, I actually contacted that, that chiropractor, my hometown chiropractor who kind of got me into this. And I said, hey, what, what should I do for advertising? What should I do for, you know, give me some ideas what I can do to help this go along. He didn't even answer my question. He said, hey, I know you like it where you're at, but I know a guy who's looking for an associate. He's very established. You can learn a lot from him. I think it'd be a good fit. So I talked to this other guy and he, uh, yeah, he took me under his wing, taught me a lot. And the, but it, it was a hard realization. I remember when I finally came to that realization that I had to shut my first office down, I, I cried. I mean, I, it was, that was my baby. That was what I loved. That's, I always wanted my name on the door, and I, I, this is what I'd wanted my whole life. So the realization that I wasn't ready for it yet was a very tough thing. But I think a lot of people go through that. But I'm here to tell you now, the office that I have now, all these years later, it's going very well. It's growing. It's uh, sustaining itself, and it's getting better all the time. Because now I know the things that I didn't know. I know the questions to ask, and it was at that point when when I realized, okay, I need to go learn from somebody else. Uh, if you want to be the best, you got to learn from the best, and I, I found that, and I I'm very appreciative for my time there. But that that was that was a hard realization. But I think anybody who owns a business or, or starting a new business up, they need to know sometimes when to back away, when to put uh, put their foot on the gas, and when to just uh, learn how to ask those tough questions and, and swallow their pride. That's yeah. what I had to do. Well, it sounds like it was a tough learning experience. Very tough. But after that transition, what are the two or three things that you really picked up that you found are essential to being successful in this business? The Some of the biggest things I, I, I picked up were the marketing aspect. I, I thought in the, my first town, I, I had my first office in. It was a small town. I was the only chiropractor in a 30-mile radius. I thought, hey, I mean, they knew, small town, people know your business. They knew I was moving there before I even knew I was moving there. And I just thought, okay, I don't need to advertise. People know I'm here. They're going to come to see me. And they'll say, hey, you're good. I'll, I'll keep coming in and I'll send all, everybody else there. But when I started, when I, when I was getting ready to leave after it didn't work out, I saw people saying, oh, I didn't know we had a chiropractor in town. So I didn't realize that you need to market, you need to 
belong to groups like like the BNI, like the the Chamber of Commerce. I actually joined the Kiwanis Club uh, in that first town, but I, I just didn't know. So, what the biggest thing I learned was you always need to be marketing because if you're not, somebody else is, and even if you you think that you're the only show in town, people are gonna go. There, there's an old saying: people go where people go because people go where people go. You could have the best restaurant in town, but if there's no cars in the parking lot, people will drive by it. You could have the worst restaurant in town, but if it's full, people are gonna say, oh, we should go there, it looks, it looks busy, they must be decent. So if you, if you don't market yourself, if you don't get out there and meet the people and shake hands and introduce yourself and get out there, you're, you're just gonna have a tough time no matter if you're the best in, in the business or not, it's gonna be tough. So that was the first biggest thing I learned. And uh, also another, another big thing I learned was that you, you, you can't, like I said, there, there's sometimes where you do have to come to the realization that, okay, it's time to do something different, maybe move on from this, but you need to really work hard. And I, I worked hard enough, but I didn't realize how hard I should have been working to make things go. And they always say, you know, you, you work hard and, and the results will pay dividends. And it's very true. I have been putting in so many hours with this office now that I never thought I had to put in. Not only just marketing and getting out and meeting people and going to meetings and, and, and different things around the area, but also just the, the behind-the-scenes things. You know, if, if I could just sit in my office, adjust people, get the money, and go home, that would be great. But there's so many things with books to keep, keep things moving smoothly as you move on because if, if you start getting busy and you don't know how to do the behind the scenes things it all topples in on itself it's like a wave as the wave starts building and building and building if you don't know how to keep that wave momentum going it's just going to crash down and you got to wait for that wave to start building up again i didn't realize that and that was another big thing that you got to be able to keep things going without thinking that you have it all figured out you got to keep learning and keep growing because if you don't, you're, you're actually really, if you're not climbing up that ladder, you're just staying where you're at, you're actually falling down the ladder, you're not, you're not growing. So that was, those were the two biggest things I learned was, you know, uh, were, were those things. Yeah, you mentioned getting out there, mm -hmm. right? And getting out to where the people are mm -hmm. and reaching out to them. You've got a unique service that mm -hmm. you offer to your clients where you actually take your table, mm -hmm. your portable table, yep. and go out to their facility and work with them and their employees to do adjustments. Tell us a little bit more about how that really differentiates you and then the value that they get from that. Yeah, the, uh, you know, 100 years ago, when you called the doctor, they would come to your place. Uh, nowadays, that's, that's unheard of. There are some, there are some traveling uh, uh, healthcare people, but for the most part, nobody does that. One thing that I feel that I needed to set myself apart because I, I'm not from the area where I practice now, so it's not as though, oh, hey, Josh is back, let's go see him. I, I needed to set myself apart. So one thing I offer is if uh, you have a, a family where, hey, we just we can't make it in during regular hours, can you come in and, and treat us? Or I currently have a, a patient who had knee surgery and it's, it's very difficult for him to move around, so I will go to his, his house. I also, doing corporate visits where I bring my table to a business, uh, I think it's invaluable because you've got some people, they're, they're doing hard manual labor for you know sometimes 10, 12 hours a day and they don't have time to, to go into a chiropractor, especially during typical chiropractor uh, hours. And so for, for me to offer that, that service, I, I've gotten a lot of people who have taken me up on that and, and uh, it's, it's been 
so good because, uh, for example, I go to a, a, a mechanics place and they're they're working, they're bending over and twisting in all these positions to work on these vehicles, and they're they're in a lot of pain. I've, I've been to another place where they do a lot of hard manual labor, so for 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 me to be able to go there, bring my service to them, is not only not only valuable for them, but you think about from a business standpoint, if you have people who are getting hurt. Now they're, they're filing workers' comp claims, which cost the business money. They're taking time to, to go to the doctor, med, uh, medical doctor, chiropractor, physical therapist, wherever it is, to get treatment. So now they're missing work, so you're not having the productivity. And then also, if they get really hurt and they have to be off for a while, now you've got to hire somebody else to take their place, spend the time and money to train them. And business owners know, I mean, it. you, you don't just uh, plug most people in and let them go. You have to train them. You have to teach them the system that you have. So it really actually not only helps the people out there getting adjustments to feel better and consistently have that maintenance to, to keep doing what they're doing, but it helps the businesses out so that they're not paying all that money in workers' comp. Uh, I, I believe it was last year over $60 billion in the United States was paid out for workers' comp claims. And if you can stay healthy by me coming there and you take five minutes out of your workday to go, go into the room I'm, I'm set up in for an hour, get your adjustment and go back to work, that saves a lot of productivity uh, for the company, and that saves a lot of time and, and paycheck for the uh, the employees. So, it's it's a I think it's something that sets me apart. Uh, the fact that I'm willing to do that, but also uh, it's something that uh, I, I I don't know of anybody else that does it, especially in this area. And I'm, I'm very happy to do it. And I'm, I'm excited when when people see the value in it and take me up on it. Yeah. Well, as you're aware. You know, the unemployment rate here in Minnesota is at a historical low. Mm. So the competition for employees is very, very aggressive. Yeah. In particular, where you've got people in the trades, people running manufacturing operations, people working out in the shop doing service, vehicle services. And one of the things that they're finding around how to retain employees is happy employees are the types of employees that do better, do their jobs better than others. They're the ones that tend to stay when they're happy. And this is a great service and a value add for those employers who want to do something for their employees, realizing that they need some healing, but they don't necessarily want to have them leave the shop and come back. And you can heal them all at the same time. So that's a great service. Exactly, yes. I, I bet it's taken off too. It has. It's, at first I thought, oh, I'm going to really get a lot of people. I, I went to a lot of different businesses, and I think at first they're a little skeptical. Like, well, what's this going to cost the company, or what, what, what do you mean, or I don't, I don't know if this will fly. And some of the bigger corporations, they, you can't just say, hey, how you doing? I'm, I'm so-and-so. Nice to meet you. Let me bring my table in and adjust people. There's got to be a lot of channels you go through. But um, it, it hasn't taken up quite as well as I thought it would. But I've gotten the word out there, and I think as more people take me up on it, and then they start talking to other people that they know in the industries, it ha- it, it's starting to take off a little bit more. But it, 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 it took a little while to kind of go out and knock on doors of businesses and say, hey, this is what I offer. Here's what I can do for you. Uh, but yeah, it's, it's definitely something that um, when they get over the skepticism of well, what, what's the catch, what's this going to cost us, and uh, it, I think they realize, okay, this is a good deal. Uh, yeah, it's, it's starting to take off more and more all the time. Well, if you're a business owner here in the Northeast Twin Cities and you've got more than five employees and you want to do something right for your employees, call Dr. Josh Wagner. He'll bring his table over, do adjustments, and your employees will thank you like you would never know before. So we'll put in a little plug here for you. I appreciate you. that. Thank yeah. you. So tell us right now, 
What are some of the opportunities that you have with your business? Uh, well, I do, um, not only do I, I take care of uh, people of all ages. The, the youngest person I've ever treated was only three days old, and he's, uh, he's got to be about five or six now. That was at my, my old office. And the oldest person, uh, she was over 100 years old, and I've treated everybody in between. I love, like I said, I, I'm very passionate about what I do and healing people and helping them out. I, the last office I was at, like I said, we were the third busiest chiropractic office in the state. Uh, with only two chiropractors. So I, I know what it's like to have that um, high volume practice. And it's great, it ran like a top, it was very efficient, it was very great. But the way I run my office now is I wanna help as many people as possible, but I also wanna give them time. I wanna be able to put together the puzzle of what they tell me in their history, what I see in the exam, and what I can tell as I get the treatment going. So what I feel like I offered is a more complete care to not only just the spot that's maybe hurting, but to the body as a whole, because there could be something that is hurting indirectly to what the, the spot that's actually causing the pain. Pain is not a very good reliable indicator of what's going on. I like to take a look at the whole body and, and get that going. So from, yeah, from three days old to over 100 years old, uh, athletes, I've worked with a lot of athletes. I was a co-team chiropractor for a ju uh, junior league hockey team at my last office. Uh, I work with a lot of you know, extremities, the knees, the ankles, the shoulders, the elbows. Uh, I, I do a lot of different things for sinuses, for earaches, a lot of uh, kids that need tubes in their ears. When I do some work with them, a lot of times, the majority of the time, they don't need those tubes anymore. Uh, acid reflux, constipation, diarrhea, uh, you name it. It's not just back pain and neck pain. Uh, for me, it's the whole body, and I, there's a lot of things that I can take a look at and help with. And uh, I also do DOT physicals. Uh, there's not many people, uh, medical doctors or chiropractors that do those anymore, so I get a lot of people that come to see me for that. And uh, how, often, how often do people need to get a DOT physical? The, the maximum I can give a card for is two years. Okay. There are some instances where I can only give it for a year. Certain medications limit you to only one year. But the majority of people, uh, yeah, it's a one-year or two-year card. And as I get going, I do a lot of uh, DOTs for the bus garage uh, in the area, for a couple bus garages in the area. And then I have a sign by the road, so all these trucks that are driving by, they, they see that and they pull in. So, uh, But yeah, I, I, I get a lot of people who, now that I've been open for almost two years, a lot of those people that got their two-year card two years ago, they're gonna have to come back in to renew it. And of course, the one years, they're, they're coming in every year and all the new ones I'm getting. So that's a really good service that I, I feel it just, uh, I want to be more than just a uh, just a chiropractor. I want to provide as many services as possible. So the fact that I do the DOTs, the fact that I can take care of uh, babies, uh, pregnant women, the, the oldest or the, the farthest along a lady was when I adjusted her. Uh, I I'd adjusted her many times, and I she came in one time. I said, uh, Melissa, you you look like you're quite quite a ways along. How far along are you? And she smiled. And she said, Let me put it this way, I'm dilated to seven right now. Oh, wow. And I said, you still want an adjustment? And she said, yep. Uh, now, this lady, uh, she was 40 at the time. It was her 11th child. She and her husband got married right out of high school, started having kids right away. And uh, uh, I, I was treating the whole family. And, uh, she, yep, so I gave her an adjustment. She had the baby the next day. So to offer these services uh, where I can, I can, I'm not just specialized into just one little thing. I think it's great to have a specialty, but for me, I've learned enough where I, I feel confident treating people of all ages, all shapes, sizes, uh, any, any condition that you have. 
and I feel, feel like that sets me apart. Uh, the, the fact that I take the time to get to know you, get to know your body, your problem, and find a specific, I don't, I don't, do, a, I don't do a one size fits all adjustment. I find out specifically what you need, take care of that issue, and get you better, and then uh, get you out the door so you can go back to your life and, and your, your, your kids, your hobbies, your work, and that I feel like that's what sets me apart. I don't make people come back uh, nonstop if they don't need it. Yeah. yeah. But what I heard you say is you treat a wide variety of people. Yes. And depending on what may be causing them anxiety, frustration, pain in many cases, or just other ailments, mm-hmm. they should come see you and at least talk to you to find out if there's something you can do to help them out. Yes, I, I, and I'm, I'm very open and honest. Uh, there, there's so many different uh, stresses. There's physical, there's chemical, there's uh, environmental, there's mental stresses. There's so many stresses that a person's body goes through and you don't realize it until that day you wake up and you, you have to crawl to the bathroom, you have to, you know, you, you can't move. And there's so many things that happen years earlier that don't affect you, but then they come back to bite you down the road. And for me, I, I'm very open and honest with my patients where I'm very confident that I can help many, many people. But if there's somebody that comes in and I say, you know what, this is not something that I can help with. This is either out of my scope of practice or this is something that I've seen these before. You really need to go see uh, this, this doctor or this specialist. I, I have no problem telling people, uh, I'm not going to make people come in for my benefit if I don't feel like I can help them. I, I, I need to be able to look in the mirror at night and, and fall asleep with, without having that on my conscience. So uh, if you come to see me and I don't feel that I am able to help you with what I do in my office, I will tell you, hey, this is, this is the place that you need to go to, to get the help that you need. And, and I feel like that honesty is another thing that uh, uh, I feel it sets me apart. It, it's uh, you, a lot of times when you're a hammer, everything looks like a nail and you wanna treat everybody, but uh, you need to know when, you know, where, where your limits are and, and if I need to send somebody to physical therapy or massage or medical doctor or orthopedic surgeon, I have no problem doing that. That's a great philosophy. So let's transition over to your business okay. or talk about business. Okay. What's the biggest challenge you see right now with your business? Wow. Um, the biggest challenge, I don't like paperwork. <laughs> uh-huh. So doing paperwork and keeping up with that, uh, on a personal slash business level, that's, that's something where when I wasn't as busy as I am now, you know, you get some paperwork and you, you, do the, you, know, you, you do the paperwork and make sure it's all taken care of. But then there might be a few things about, you know, filing it away or putting it into my system. It's like, well, I'll, I'll, I'll do that tomorrow. I just, you know, I'm going to do a few of these things. I'm going to do a few marketing things and do some of the, the more fun things. And then all of a sudden you have a few files sitting there and then that, the, those piles get a little bit bigger. And then as you get busier, you don't have time to sit there and, and do those files that you've been putting off for, for a few days or a week. So for me, that's, that's been a, a challenge is just uh, prioritizing uh, those things that I don't like to do. But in business, that is something that a, a, a business uh, a guy that when I first started uh, my very first business, he told me there's going to be things that you don't like to do, that you're not good at, that you don't want to do. You either need to hire somebody to do those things or you need to learn how to do them and like them or at least maybe not like them but just do them because otherwise your business will start suffering. And that was part of the downfall of my first office and that's something that I've been really trying to be very strict on this, this time around is no, whether I like it or not, whether I think I'll have time to do it tomorrow, 
I might get extremely busy and not have a single minute to do things tomorrow. So that, that's, that's one of the biggest things business-wise is if you put things off, if you procrastinate like I have, have been tending to do uh, in my younger years and a little bit right now, uh, you, like I said, that wave will start building. And if you don't take care of the things that keep that wave building, it's all going to crash down. And uh, so that, that's one of my biggest challenges. Another one is just... Before you go on, oh, yes. let me put on my coaching hat. Yes, yes, please. <laughs> so have you ever heard of this concept called the hourly rate? I, I, it sounds familiar, but I, please remind so, me. So the hourly rate is uh, basically you figure out how much you want to make on an annual basis. Mm-hmm. You divide it by 2,000, and that becomes your hourly rate. Okay. And it's a very useful concept to use when you've got things that maybe you don't like to do. Okay. And so say your hourly rate is $50 per hour. And you mentioned all this paperwork building up. You know, would you pay somebody $50 per hour to do that paperwork? Well, if I could afford that, <laughs> I, to get it out of my Because that's hair, what you're paying would. yourself, yeah. but that's what you're paying yourself yeah. to do that work, mm-hmm. right? So yep. you're paying yourself 50 bucks an hour. Mm-hmm. You could probably pay somebody closer to $15 an yeah, hour to do be, that work. Yeah. The question is, is it worth you doing it $50 per hour, or is it worthwhile finding somebody to do it for $15 per hour? That makes a lot of sense, yeah. I, yeah, I would much rather pay somebody to do that. Yeah. And, and so we use that hourly rate concept a lot with our clients just to make sure they understand what is really the value of their time, and then what are all the different things that they're doing and what are some of the things maybe that they could afford to pay somebody else to do for short periods of time? Because it doesn't sound like this is a hundred, this is a full-time job for anybody. No. But it could be somebody coming in part-time to do that. Yeah. And that hourly rate concept helps you understand when is that breaking point where I actually could afford to bring somebody in at this rate so that I'm actually doing my other work that's bringing in that revenue and when at you the other it- rate. I've, I've actually just recently uh, been talking to my wife about that and I because my my mentor who I kind of modeled my office after he has been a one-man show since 1992 and uh, his office is half the size of mine and so I always thought oh this that's what I want to do I'll answer the phone I'll take care of the patients uh, but now as I get busier I have been thinking uh, boy that, that I, it might be nice to have somebody answer the phone, uh, file the, the files away, do some of these other things that take up my time that, yeah, I, I could be putting towards seeing more patients and doing more, more marketing. And so that when you put it that way, it makes way more sense. And that's why you do what you do. <laughs> that, 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 things like that, just hearing it in different words, actually just that. that, that well, you could spend more time better. healing mm-hmm. and less time crunching. Yes, and that's and that's what I love to do is the healing and the yeah, the paperwork. Not so I guess much, you so. do healing and crunching too. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Sorry about that. Technically, yeah, technically. Yeah. All right, so let's uh, let's talk about how how can people find Dr. Josh? Well, um, I'm on Facebook, uh, Wagner Chiropractic PC. Uh, you can go to my website, Wagner Chiropractic PC. dot uh, com. Actually, yeah. Yes, I'm sorry. Yes, that's what it is. I had to think for a second. I don't go there very often. I just went there to, to update it the other day. But yes, WagnerChiropracticPC.com. And uh, you can Google me, uh, find me uh, uh, in Chisago City, Minnesota. And uh, yeah, my, my, my phone number is uh, 
302-3814. And it's actually, because I do those corporate visits and those home visits, it's actually a cell phone. So when I go to these places, I get calls and texts saying, hey, can I come in at 8.30? Can I come in tomorrow at four? And so you can either call or text that number. And I love to do consultations with people. I'll give you a free consultation to find out, you know, hey, what's going on with you? Is this something I can help with? And if, if we both decide, hey, it's not going to work here, uh, that that's something you need to go see somebody else for, then that's fine. Uh, no, no harm, no foul. You go about your day. Uh, but if it is something you wanted to proceed with, we'll, we'll get, get you adjusted the same day. I like to get people in the same day that they call. If they want to get in today, I don't like telling people your pain has to wait till tomorrow or next week. If you call today, you're getting in today. Uh, same thing for a DOT. If your license expired, uh, your DOT expired today and you need to get it renewed, I'm not, your livelihood depends on it, so I'll get you in today and, and renew that. So, um, yeah, you can call me, you can look at my website, you can go to my Facebook and uh, uh, check things out, and, and, uh, or just even just stop in. If, if my door's open, come on in and, and we'll have a, have a talk. Great. Thanks, Dr. Josh. I appreciate you coming in today. Yes. And doing you. a podcast here. And uh, this is John Channon with Focal Point Business Coaching Minnesota. You can find me at www.johnchannon.focalpointcoaching.com or on Facebook at Focal Point MN. So thanks a lot, Dr. Josh, for joining us today. Thank you so much. Take John. care. Have a great day. You too.